0: Yes, how we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B-O-B, where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And as always, I am your host, Dr. Rob. And you know it. Do I have to let you know that I'm feeling good? I am excited, filled with joy enthusiasm, and all of the other good things we should feel. And that's for real. That's how I really, really feel. So once again, I'm filled with joy. And what's happening on your side of town? Weather-wise, on my side of town, it's somewhat cloudy and gray, but the sun is always shining at Station B.O.B., and you know, it seemed like so long ago when I did my last podcast, but I'm sure it was probably less than a week ago. And so I feel compelled to say, as I take a word, a quote from Michael Jackson, can it be that I stayed away too long? And did I leave your mind when I was gone? Ha! Yeah, I had to get that out. That's one of my favorite songs, at least the opening of that song. And so thank you so much, my friend, for tuning in once again. And, of course, I have another special podcast. So after you listen to this podcast, please tell a friend, tell a foe, heck, tell everybody you know to download Station B.O.B., where we provide content to make good people better, sad people glad, and sometimes, sometimes I might even make you mad. But that is not my goal, as I always say. My goal is to get the juices flowing, to get the mind going, and hopefully put you on the right path to your life's journey and purpose. So today's topic, without further ado, The topic for today's podcast is some food for thought, important things for you to consider as you live your life every day. And so, you know, I think right now the the whole world is on fire. I mean, no place is safe, not the mall, not the suburbs, not the hood. I mean, no place is safe. Not the subway in New York City, not the clubs, not the bars. I mean, the world is on fire. And so today I just want to share with you some food for thought, some things to consider, as I said, as you live your life every day. And so the first thing I want to serve up as food for thought would be to become more aware of the power of your emotions now you may have noticed I talk about emotions a lot because they are just that important yes they are important and we need to become more emotionally aware of our of ourselves so I'm, I'm just going to continue to stress that it's about being aware of your emotions so that you can self-regulate your feelings and emotions and make better choices, better decisions that will result in better outcomes. And so as I was saying, I'm serving up. The first thing on the menu to serve up as food for thought would be to become more aware of the power of your emotions and their impact on the way They make you feel and think about your life every day. And so in order to do that, I suggest that you start by understanding the importance of speaking to your feelings. Like for instance, I think it's safe to say that from time to time, we all talk to ourselves about various things like, should I call her today? Well, we just met. And I don't want to seem like, you know, like I'm sweating her. But I would like to talk to her. Hmm. So what should I do? Or what should I wear today? I wore that last week. I like that shirt, but maybe I'm wearing it too much. And I mean, we talk to our, ourselves about these type of things. Or what about this one? What am I going to eat for dinner today? Or something like, he flirted with me again at work. Should I flirt? back should I flirt with him or will he think I am coming on too strong or or I'm too loose as a woman and maybe I should see what he does tomorrow before I respond to his flirtations or his flirtatious ways that he's throwing at me well what about you know this is another thing sometimes you might talk to yourself about you know I just started my new job and it seems like nobody likes me you know or what about this one i should be making more money for all the things that i do on this job and you know talking to ourselves we talk to ourselves about so many things and i can go i can go on and on about that however what i believe that we don't do enough is talk to our feelings so yes we do talk to ourselves i think it's safe to say What do you think? Is it safe to say that we talk to ourselves? But do we talk to our feelings? I don't think we speak to our feelings enough. What say you? So on that note I think it's time to become more aware of the power and the benefit and the essential importance of speaking to our feelings. As I said I don't I don't think we we do that enough in terms of talking to our feelings. You see, because our feelings in many cases is what determines whether or not we feel good, feel bad, feel sad, depressed, angry, insecure, lack trust, and believe in our ability to achieve the things we want to get out of life. Yes, I am saying that we have to learn about the importance of speaking directly to our feelings now what do i mean by that speaking to our feelings oh let's just let me just say speaking to your feelings since i'm talking to you you know i like to i like to join in with my listeners and be a part of you know the vibe that i'm trying to communicate to you so when i say our i'm talking About you, but I feel like I'm a part of you. I want to be there with you, as I said. Could it be? I stayed away too long, so I want to be right there with you. So, in other words, let's just let me just get back to the importance of speaking to your feelings, and so during a time when you may not be feeling your best usually for no reason at no reason at all that is the time that you should speak to your feelings to question yourself as to why you are not feeling as good as you should and speaking to your feelings means that you become more self-aware and you begin to take better control of your thoughts. That's right. I said it. You begin to take control of your thoughts because that's what we are supposed to do. Because if you don't take control of your thoughts, then guess what? Your thoughts will take control of you. And one bad thought will lead to another bad thought. So sort of like, you know, that old church saying that an idle mind is a devil's workshop. No, we don't want our minds, your minds to be a devil's workshop. So in order to learn how to feel better or to feel good or to stay feeling good, That is the time when you speak to your feelings. Just like you talk to yourself from time to time, in doing so, you will send yourself positive messages and thoughts to replace the negative feelings and thoughts that may have contributed to why you may not be feeling as good as you should today. Yes, yes. Yes, to be happy, to feel good. It takes work. It's not physical work. It is more meant to work. And all it takes is for you to understand that when you're feeling a certain way, that you can speak to those feelings in order to shape and redirect those feelings to to feelings that tend to generate more positive vibes. You know, the endorphins, which is a hormone in your body. When you feel good, you activate your endorphins. And so that's what we want. We want endorphin activation. And you get that by speaking to your feelings and weeding out The bad thoughts, the thoughts that don't make you feel so good in the moment or late at night or early in the morning. Speak to your feelings the same way you speak to yourself. It is just like if you are angry about something in the moment of your anger, before you do something you might regret in real time, think. Do not feel. Did you hear what I said? Think. Think. Do not feel, because when you feel, that's when you act impulsively, compulsively, and speak directly to your feelings to get a better outcome in that situation than would result if you act only on the way you feel. In other words, I am suggesting that we learn how to think more and feel less. Yes, feelings are important. I've said this in the past, you know, you feel on Valentine's Day, you feel your feelings at funerals, you feel, you know, on birthdays, you feel when something bad happens. That's when you feel your feelings, you feel on Christmas, you feel on Thanksgiving, but when you have situations, that's when you think and you speak to your feelings so that you can take control of the way you feel and take control of the way you think so that you can make better decisions and work your way back to feeling good. In other words, I am suggesting that we learn how to, as I said, think more and feel better. Less Decisions and feelings based on the way we think As opposed to the way we feel Those type of decisions based on the way we think As opposed to the way we feel Usually turn out with with much better results And with that I will leave you with one of my favorite quotes About our feelings Check this out I've said this before on this podcast, but the quote is so powerful that I will share this quote with you anytime. So here it is. Life is a comedy for those who think and a tragedy for those who feel. By Horace Walpole. That's W-A-L-P-O-L-E. Life is a comedy for those who think and a tragedy for those who feel. And as I, I, I would interpret that as saying, basically, when you're in your feelings a lot, life is more dramatic. Life is more slow and heavy and sad. Life is more. Indeed, when we don't want to, to live that kind of life, I hope you don't want to live that type of life. Therefore, to avoid those tragic feelings, learn to speak to your feelings and take control of your thoughts so your thoughts do not take control of you. Okay? And just before we get into the next thing on the menu, I'm going to step aside to allow a promo in and we'll pick up with the next thing on the menu in terms of food for thought.
1: Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you. And back to the show.
0: All right. Welcome back. And to continue on the topic today, food for thought. The next thing on the menu of food for thought is learn to let go and forgive. Now, I know personally Personally, that it can be so hard to let go of painful past experiences with people who have done some real bad things to you. Now, I, I know that firsthand. Trust me, because I have had to let go and forgive my ex-wife. And that was a tremendous hurdle for me to jump. But I have to tell you, when I decided to take that hurdle, oh, my God, it changed my life forever when I decided to let go of all of the crazy things she did to me and put me through regarding my daughter and so on and so on. But when I decided to let go and forgive her, it changed my life. As a matter of of fact, that's one of the things that inspired me to do my podcast. Not so much to talk about her, but to talk about how to overcome some of the most difficult, arduous, and challenging life experiences that you could have. And so, as I was saying, to learn to let go and forgive Now, however, you know That bad experience or that bad time You may have had at the hands of another person At that time You could not or may not have been able to control Whatever you may have experienced But now you can take control of that situation and make things better for yourself. Keep in mind also, I think it's important to understand that those who have trespassed against you with either their abuse, neglect, and all of the other types of behavior out there that can affect us in the worst way. Those people more than likely were victims of what they did to you. Like, Like, take for instance, like abuse, being neglected, and or even being abandoned. And usually parents, other family members, and close Family friends They do to us What was done to them by their parents Or other family members Or even close family friends Who were able to get next to them In ways that they should not have been able To get next to them And so it is like The game is the same Only the players have changed And although it may not matter to you whether or not your abuser was abused, what I am suggesting is that it may help you in terms of your understanding as to why the person you loved, the person you trusted, that person you believed in, to to understand why that person may have violated you in such an a horrible, hurtful, and terrible way, you see. Because they, too, were more than likely a victim of what they did to you. And it is not like they came after you specifically. And I don't say that to make the, to let them off the hook in that regard. What I'm saying, it, it would have been anybody who was in that scenario that presented your abuser an opportunity to carry out that terrible act against you. And so it is not you. It it was not your fault. And the violator would have violated anybody they came in contact with at that time. You know the saying, hurt people hurt people. I I take it you can feel my energy on this And I want you to know that this is real But what's even more real, more important Is that we learn how to overcome To let go and to forgive And the strange thing about this life we live Sometimes the worst experiences that we have Can turn out to be the Create the best opportunities for our lives. I told you I let go of what I experienced in my first marriage, and I've started writing books. I started doing public speaking on podcasts. I went, I'm sorry, not on podcasts, in public, at schools, at churches. Talking about relationships and abusive relationships. I turn my pain into purpose. And that's what I'm saying. Understand that pain is painful. But if you can turn your pain into purpose. Then it's wonderful. It's bountiful. It's free. It's freedom. It's fulfilling. So if you have experienced any severe ruptures or you have my deepest sympathy, empathy, and concern. And my hope is that we can all learn to rise above our circumstances, learn to forgive, learn to let go, and take advantage of the rest of the life that you have to live. Because if you are an adult, now, as an adult, you can do something to ensure that the rest of your life goes the way you would want it to go to find the happiness you should have and you should enjoy. We only live once, so we have to find a way to live without the pain from our past in order to find the joy in our future. And with that said, next up on the food, on the menu of food for thought, is to understand that happiness is a choice. That's right, I said it. Happiness is a choice. And we have to choose happiness as many times and as much as we can. Now, what do I mean by that, choose happiness? Well, Say you get a new iPhone, the iPhone 22 or 23. I don't know which iPhone is out because I'm on an Android, but I know that many people love that iPhone. So now let's just say hypothetically you receive an iPhone or you purchase the iPhone 22 with all of the latest gadgets and features with a great camera. That's very exciting in the moment, right? Yep. But after the luster wears off regarding the new iPhone, okay, then what you going to do until you get your next iPhone? That could be two to three years later. Well, it is just like I mentioned earlier about taking control of your thoughts. In the case of happiness, we have to understand that we have to make the choice to be happy on a daily basis. And, yes, it takes a little mental work. Life life is mental. Life is mental. We have to be mentally. We have to understand what it takes to be who we want to be, to go where we want to go, and to be happy. You have to make the choice to be happy on a daily basis. Yes, it is some work. And it is important to be mindful that your happiness, your happiness is your responsibility. Let me just say that again. Your happiness is your responsibility. It is not the responsibility of your husband. It is not the responsibility of your wife your children, your money, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your dog, your happiness is your responsibility. And if you cannot find a way to choose happiness for yourself, none of the people or situations I just mentioned above will help you with that. Therefore, It is imperative to realize if there are times where you may not feel as good as you should, please know that it takes work, and it is a choice. You have to choose to be happy, and and that's what it takes to be happy. Yep, it is that simple. Happiness is a choice. Choose happiness. The next time you choose to be unhappy, try it. Make the choice to be happy and see how easy it actually is to be happy. Okay. Am I talking too fast? I, I'm, I'm just excited. You know, I feel the energy. I feel your energy. I want to thank you for listening to me. Thank you for your support of this podcast. I'm loving the support, the downloads. Please continue to listen and tell a friend and telephone heck tell everybody you know to listen to station B O B. So the next thing on the food for thought menu is the power of karma. You know that saying, what goes around comes around. People usually refer to the karma argument, you know, when we are wronged by somebody else, you know, for the record. For the record, I want to say that. Karma, the def- definition of karma, as in Hinduism and Buddhism, the the definition is the sum of a person's actions in, in this and previous states of existence, viewed as deciding their fate. And future existences. In other words. What you did yesterday. Is going to. For sure Come back. To you tomorrow. And just like our emotions. Where you cannot touch them. You cannot see them. You cannot buy them on Amazon. Karma. Is real. And. It is a very significant part of our life's dynamics. And it is imperative. That's right. I'm going to say that again. Imperative to understand the power of karma. What you do to others will come back in either a good way or a bad way. If you do good, you get good. If you are bad, you will get bad. And so as I always say to people, do the right thing when nobody is looking. That is because just like magic, good comes back to the good. I'll say it again. And bad Back to the bad Of the bad actors in our lives One thing I noticed Growing up in New York City Is that all of those kids I I swear to God All of those kids who were bullies and Who were doing bad things To other people A lot of them died young Or wound up in prison And they just had some bad fortune I mean It's unbelievable And I see that and I saw that in the generations after me, like with the young people in my old neighborhood who were who were grew up to be bad actors, they turned out to have bad futures. So I know it may seem like a you know that may seem like a simple you know point or analogy. But that is just a straight short shot of example of the come around regarding karma. But more importantly, as I have lived my life with full intention of always doing the right things. I mean, that's just the way I am. I don't even know if that's the way I was raised. I'm sure it has something to do with it. But in the end, it really comes down to how I think, how I feel, and As much as I could, because I'm not perfect, and I have done some ungodly things here and there, but overall, I have lived a life that have led to some good, I'm talking about real good karma. And I can say firsthand that I have experienced the results of good karma. And I have also witnessed With other people, the results of bad karma. So please know that although you cannot see it, you cannot buy it, you cannot feel it or purchase it on Amazon, karma is real. And if you make good choices and do the right thing as much as you can, you will enjoy good experiences based on your righteousness. And that is a fact. I'm just going to go out on the line and say it. That is a fact. Good begets good and bad behavior. Bad actors begets bad outcomes and bad life experiences. Being evil, mean, spiteful, vengeful will not and does not result in any good experiences for those who live their lives in that, in the space of that bad energy. In the moment, it may seem like they're doing good. They're enjoying their lives. But, B-U-T, in the long run, it does not work out that way. So know that karma is real. What goes around comes around. And based on your behavior and action. It will come back around. Some of the best parts of life are the parts that we cannot touch, that we cannot see, that we cannot feel, or that we cannot buy. That would be God, our emotions, our karma. Know that the unseen is real. And it impacts our lives in an impactful way. Like my mother used to say, God Don't like ugly, and he ain't crazy about the pretty either. Finally, and finally, I'm going to share the last thing on the menu of Food for Thought. But before I do that, I have to let another promo in, and we'll pick it up on the other side of the break.
1: Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B.
0: All right, welcome back. As I said at the top of this podcast that things are so crazy, the world is on fire. And every now and then we need to find a moment, a time where we can see something funny, hear something funny, say something funny. We need to laugh. And so I'm going to take a moment to laugh. Let's just let some laughter into the podcast because laughter is good for the soul. (laughs) <laughs> okay, hopefully you found something funny to laugh at Because I I like to crack jokes I like to make people laugh That's what I do also I think I missed my real calling And that was to be a comedian And so, getting back to the last piece of food for thought on the menu That I would like to share with you today And that would be the power of belief is the best food for thought I could leave with you. And that would be the belief in yourself. I say that not to discount your belief in God. That's not what I'm talking about. But it's important to understand that everything about you starts with you because it's, you know, your thoughts, your mind. You know, somebody has to tell us about God. And so if you don't, if you didn't know, if somebody didn't tell you about God, then you would be stuck with yourself. And so it is important and imperative to understand that the power of belief, believe in you. Now, I don't say that. This is not an argument about God versus you. That's not what I'm doing here. What I'm doing, what I'm saying is the power of belief in you is so powerful. And so you have to understand that you are living your life and in order to do that in a bountiful, successful, and fulfilling manner, or manner, I should say, excuse me, it all starts with you. And as I always say, most good things work best from the inside out, and that would include us as human beings. Therefore, to believe in you And that you can do anything you want to do. And from this day forward, do not ever, ever, never use the word can't again. Only use the word can. I mean, it's so powerful. Think about this. Our children, us as adults, we say can't so much. And can't is like a subtle programming of your mind, of your brain, to, to, let you, to let you make excuses, to allow you to make excuses, to not try things, to not do things that you could probably do if you just said can't. I'm sorry. Wow. That was a real gaff. <laughs> so let me try that again. If you just believe, just believe in you and understand that you can do anything, all you have to do is try. So let's get that word can't out of our vocabulary and only use the word can. I have a saying, and that is, we don't say can't. We say can because you can do anything. All you have to do is try. And when we say can't, like I said, it's like a subtle programming. You know, you subtly program yourself to believe and make excuses to not do the things to think out of the box, to try things on the next level because you believe it's so easy. To just say oh I can't And we don't even have to say can't We just don't believe Because we've said can't so much So from this day forward Understand that We don't say can't We say can Because you can do anything You want to do All you have to do is try And with that said I'm going to leave it there Believe in you It all starts with you And on that note, I'm going to thank you once again for running with me, jogging with me, letting me drive with you in your car or wherever you listen to Dr. Rob and Station B.O.B. Thank you once again for being with me. Make it a good day. Remember, happiness is a choice. And most of all, you should know that love is an action, not a word. And it is not supposed to hurt And so Until the next time we meet again Don't hurt nobody I'll talk to you later Peace As we wrap up this show I hope this topic Helped you to grow And now you know A little bit more Than you knew before If you have any questions About this topic Please email me At changeagentrtg At gmail.com See my website Relationshipreadiness.org To learn more about my counseling Consulting and educational programs Related to life, love and work Finally In the words of the late, great reverend, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word of song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.